Hi, I'm Jessica Rudnicki with Reynolds & Reynolds. Thanks for tuning in. Today we're celebrating Connected's one-year mark by reflecting on the last 12 months, the industry's response to the pandemic, and what Reynolds is doing today to prepare your dealership for continued success. Let's get connected. Greg, it's been a minute since you've been on the podcast. Welcome back to Connected, and thanks so much for taking the time to sit down and chat with me today. No, thank you. It's um, it's super fun to be here. Thanks for the invite. It, you know, I, I really do love it. I woke up this morning and was like ready to go. It was one of those mornings where you, your kids kind of look at you and they go, um, Dad, cal calm down a little bit. So, uh, so thanks again. I do appreciate it. Yes, absolutely. And for the viewers who've been with us since the inception of this podcast, you probably recognize Greg because he was our original host. So he kind of passed the baton to me in the very beginning of the podcast. And Greg, it's been a year since the first episode of Connected was released, and I think it's safe to say that a lot has changed over the last 12 months. It's probably the understatement of the year, right? But let's go back to the beginning for a minute. Talk to me about the decision to start Connected. What were the goals then, and, and why this sort of platform? Sure. Well, for... For all of us, as we go through life, right, whether it's our personal lives, our professional lives, or, or both of them blended together, um, when when we're faced with challenges, we really tend to lean on our experience to decide how how to respond to the situation. So, when you go back to mid March and um, early April of last year, so much changed so dramatically and so quickly, um, no one had any experience to lean on. Um, you know, not not once in our lives had. Um, so a little personal, right? And not once in our lives have my wife, uh, a lot like so many of our customers, uh, been told, you know, it's illegal to operate your business. Um, it, it was something just unfathomable. And, and in many ways, at the same time, it, it almost felt like an attack on entrepreneurship. But, but at the core of entrepreneurship and, and really auto retailers is, is a desire to, to find a way to thrive in, in any, any situation you find yourself in. Um, so you know, when you're completely blind and you're going through something brand new, gathering and, and sharing information is absolutely critical. And, and we wanted to provide a platform to do just that, right? Share information and best practices as frequently and, and as broadly as we could. Um, and, and we're grateful that we were able to do that. Yeah. I mean, like you said, the entire world had to, you know, shift basically like overnight. So in response to the pandemic. So I think the idea to begin a podcast um, where dealerships and those in the automotive industry could come and, like you said, learn best practices and tips to help them through, you know, the uncertain times um, was very forward thinking. So kudos to you for putting this together. And I'm obviously very happy to be here today. Um, Greg, the environment is a, li a little different now, right? So lockdowns have, for the most part, been lifted. We have vaccines out there. But what are some of the repercussions of the pandemic that you're still seeing dealers struggle to overcome today? Well, well, first of all, it wasn't just me that put this together. I mean, as you know, we had a, a monster team of people that got laser focused on this to make sure that uh, uh, we could we could make it happen. So um, thanks to obviously the entire team for for doing it. Everybody kind of rallied together and, and it was fun. Um, but but then to get to, to the question, um, you know, th there are so many things that, that have happened and, and really are continuing to happen. And um, one of the most visible is probably lack of inventory. Um, you know, chip shortage, you hear about it all the time, every single day, multiple times a day. Um, and most dealers that I get to talk with are doing okay with inventory. Um, and as a retailer, you know, frankly, when, when demand is higher than supply, that's generally good news for margins. But 
um, when your business is selling cars, you kind of have to have cars or you don't have a business. So um, continuing to find creative ways to acquire and sell inventory is, is top of mind for most. Um, another big one is, is how consumers are expecting to interact with dealers. Um, and the biggest struggle here is, is each consumer is a little different, right? You have the spectrum of wanting to, to interact completely in person to uh, wanting to interact completely online. And the reality is most consumers are somewhere in the middle, right? They want to do some of both. Um, we actually did a recent consumer study, uh, went out and surveyed a bunch of consumers and, and a, a majority still prefer to test drive the car and a majority still want to come in and, and negotiate and get to a final price on the car. They want to do that stuff in person. Um, on the flip side, a, a lot of the time consuming parts of the process that don't involve kind of that interpersonal communication or an interaction with the vehicle itself, like um, filling out a credit app as an example. Um, those types of things consumers end up wanting to do, you know, on their own time rather than, than in person. So, um, so some other things that are really gaining steam and, and that dealers are working to accommodate are things like uh, remote signing. Um, this is one of those one of those things that consumers generally don't feel needs to be done in person. Um, some others are like online payments, especially for service work um, in, in the same vein in, in service. Um, looking at, at online approvals for service work and things like that are becoming more and more the norm. Um, so I guess as, as always, there's a lot of moving pieces, but it really goes back to understanding the situation and, um, and finding ways to, to thrive. Yes, and as a consumer myself, you know, I've definitely noticed wanting less of a face-to-face -face interaction when I'm out shopping or, you know, even eating at a restaurant nowadays, you can order on maybe using a QR code or on those little tablets. Um, so I definitely understand the demand and really the need for some of these options that you mentioned. Greg, what can you tell me about what Reynolds is doing to help dealers meet some of these needs today? Sure, I mean, we're really focused on, on helping dealers increase profitability by um, really by managing that spectrum of in-person and, and online consumer expectations. So no matter where the customer is, um, you know, how do you get the most out of each interaction? Um, we're focused really on helping dealers retail anywhere um, without sacrificing any, anything at all. Um, when, when you think about what that means in practice, um, there are some things we talked about a minute ago, like remote signing and, and approving and paying for service work remotely. Um, but, but then you have other things like working a deal remotely from a sales perspective or selling F&I products remotely and, and even things like e-contracting really bleed into this conversation, right? But um, ultimately, all of this stuff needs to be able to be done you know, online. It needs to be able to be done in-store um, or, or a combination of the two. And, and honestly, the process shouldn't be different for the consumer or, or even the dealership, um, no matter how that interaction is happening. So, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of pieces and the key is finding a way to do everything in, in a single system with a single unique identifier for each customer, each vehicle and, and each transaction. And, and without that, dealers find themselves rekeying a bunch of information and uh, jumping through hoops to try to provide a, a great experience for customers. But in a lot of cases, it just takes too much time and, and they're missing opportunities to sell vehicles. And, and at a minimum, they're missing opportunities to sell F&I on, on the vehicles that can't get sold. So um, we're, we're really focused on, on bringing answers to, to those problems and, uh, and trying to help dealers solve them. Yes, and I think you said keyword there, a single system, a single name file. I think that's so important. 
Um, so I it sounds like, Greg, that there are a lot of really great things coming down the pipeline from Reynolds. Um, so I want to thank you again for, you know, setting the foundation for this podcast. It's crazy to look back at where we started with our response to the pandemic and, you know, where we are today. But um, like I mentioned earlier, I'm so extremely grateful to be a part of it. So um, I want to give you the opportunity before we hop off today. Any final thoughts for our audience? Just uh, thanks to you for, for being a great host and, um, you know, thanks to our audience for, for listening and watching and, and providing feedback and, um, you know, a huge thank you to, to our customers for, for your partnership and, and really allowing us to be, um, be a part of this great industry. So, you know, good, good news all the way around and, and looking forward to, uh, uh, to what's to come. Wonderful. Thank you again for being here today. Thanks. It was great having Greg back on Connected to talk about where we started with the podcast and where we are today. We look forward to providing tips and best practices for your dealership as we continue to navigate this ever-changing industry. Before we hop off, just a quick reminder, you can watch or listen to past and future podcast episodes on YouTube, Apple, or Spotify by searching for the Connected Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to get notified every other Wednesday when new episodes are released. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you in two weeks. Mm -hmm.